we are ready to go. I'll never open an episode again. I'll leave it to you. <laughs> uh, this is the Over the Fence Podcast, episode 16. One, six. You know what I'm saying? My a 20-something weeks with you guys. Yeah. Um, Definitely been a long, welcome long to time. Welcome to the pod, motherfuckers. Yeah. Anyways, what I wanted to tell you about before we were setting up, uh, my Instagram, as you know, I've been doing mass unfollows because I followed an incredible amount of people that I just had no reason to follow back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I got it down to where it's like almost even, like with as many followers that I have. But I, I've gotten um, suspended from my IG like three times because I've unfollowed too many people in one day. And it hit me with a point later on in the day. Where they said, looks like you're going through a third party to do something spam related. Yeah. So we're going to have to change your password now. So I had to like go through a whole security briefing and shit like that. Cause That's why you commented. I can't comment, but I can't <laughs> I like can't this. Like, yeah, yeah. They wouldn't let like me this, like shit like or heart. do anything like that. But I've just been doing thir- unfollowing 30 people every hour. So at least 100 something a day. Mm-hmm. Um but I'm almost there, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna like leave it at like 400, you 300. Fix the, fix the ratio, dude. It's been working out. More people view my story, more likes, uh, less posts too. I only have 40 posts. I just archive the ones that I don't really care about. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting there, guys. I might become popular in one of these days. <laughs> After they, everyone sees all these crazy pieces of content on my page, I might get the respect <laughs> I deserve. Like I've been working way too hard with too many big people to like. Only get 18 likes on a fucking multi-thousand dollar, you know, <laughs> you know, six budget fucking video. I mean, six uh, figure fucking video every time. Funny. I was with the homies earlier today, um, and they were like, <laughs> they were like, yo, the pod be funny as hell. Y'all been funnier lately. I'm like, yeah, we've been trying to lighten it up a little bit. You know, he was like... It surprised me though. I was like, that last episode, I didn't realize Ant cared about you that much. I was like, shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at bullshitting, yeah. I'm, I'm good at it. was like, he was genuinely checking on you. I was like, yeah, I was trying to okay his ass yeah, off. He was yeah. not going, boy. Yeah, sometimes you got to check it. You know, like, it would no, really a, suck a, if we, I had to find a new co host because you jumped off a building or something. I would never I do wouldn't, that. Uh, or are you off the I already know how I would go out. If I picked how I was gonna go out, like if I was ever yeah. in this mind that I wanna hurt myself, you would do some crazy shit. Yeah, you would like on a stab no. and run downtown mm-hmm. with your shoes off or something no, like that. No. I like comfort, but I ain't gonna. Oh no, well, no. anyway, adrenaline junkie. Yeah, I, I mean, know how I'm going. I just you know it would suck to have to get a new you know you, you engineer the episodes you know. Yeah, I, 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 it's just a headache. We would have to cancel it and like reset. Who else but you me? Know what I'm saying, and then I'd have to find another black guy that I get along with. You know what I'm saying? And that you'd have to find another name. Yeah, that's gonna be the hard part. Yeah, that's gonna be the hardest part. I mean, now I mean I could probably show somebody that I'm like you know cool with an example of the quality we could push out and like just pitch it to them like, hey, like I know you got couple hundred thousand followers like we can bring this quality to you jacob you can do photo shoots for him on the weekend on the side is like an addition to do why are you this. plotting my removal oh i, for- <laughs> I, I, t- I, I totally forgot oh, you were in the see. room my bad oh sorry we'll, we'll talk about that nah later, this this record on the way <laughs> i'm dissing your ass as soon as this is over yo yo yo, 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 yo it on yo. soundcloud and everything so, so no nah, man how was your uh what's today wednesday today's, today's tuesday. tuesday how was your weekend 
don't remember. It's okay, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's just been kind of a blur. <laughs> yeah. like, life is just life in right yeah. now. It's just all right, no, I mean, cool. It, it was good with the. Uh, I'm like looking with the Bucks game at least. Like, yeah, I was, I was there. To, congrats to y'all. I saw. I was there. Yeah. In the nosebleeds. The nosebleeds, by the way, are great views when you're there. I wouldn't know. Comfortable seats. They're bigger than the Bradley Center. Last time I was there, There's I was performing. More cushion. So. It was great. I That's loved it. My oh, the Bradley nosebleeds were terrible. Yeah. These are actually like, wow, I actually really like these. I've already bought my tickets for the next game, for game six. So Y'all might win this. I pray they win today. Y'all might um, win this. I think, like, you know what? I'm not going to fall into this trap that I was about to fall into because I know the Milwaukee curse. <laughs> I know it's a curse during the playoffs. So I'm not even going to comment on tonight. I, 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 we'll do a review after this game. Right. or this by by next week the series might be over or it might be going in uh, game 7 so i think it'll be over <sighs> i man I don't see this going to 7 i think it's the same thing i told my it's the same thing i told my brother when they when the, when the season at first started and everybody's like these are the nets and this is what it's looking like blah 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 my mm-hmm. older brother's like they're going to be a problem i'm like dog there are three starters that everybody's relying on. They're superstars. All of them are injury prone. Yeah. The moment one of them motherfuckers is out of here, it's a wrap. Yeah, that's kind of what I was expressing last episode, too, is, like, we really just got to be on the offensive this game. Like, I, I think Shaq explained it pretty well. Um, he was He was basically saying, like, we can't go out there just chucking threes. Giannis and, needs to stop shooting threes. Yeah. He made one I'm not even a Bucks fan. Game. I just get sick of seeing that shit. Cause then I gotta see my timeline, S- bitch, about Giannis shooting threes. Seeing it in person, like seeing it like in the flesh, like in the game, like him even think you feel that he's about to take one, <laughs> and you, I would scream every time, "Don't do it! Don't do it! Don't do it!" And but it's you crazy because I'm just like. Should I do it? He thinks about it before he does it. Like it's he not like he telegraphs every and, shot. Yeah. Then I saw a terrible ass clip of him. Um, oh yeah, where well, they say he has no bag. No yeah. bag. No bag. And I'm he like, does. Oh, Giannis he, is the easiest player to stop. Just he does. Step in front of him. He does have a bag. The thing is, Draw the charge. Like, his shooting is just so inconsistent. So if so he's not terrible. having a good night on mid range, so terrible. He has no bag. For somebody who's so gun ho on not working out with other players, this motherfucker has nothing outside of the paint. No to active work on. players. He has, yeah. He has no arsenal. You need to get with somebody because some shit's no. not working. Bro. I like I like his vibe. That he, shit he's, goes, he's just a, that shit only goes He's so basically far. if Shaq led the, the Lakers during the Kobe Bryant and Shaq era. I guess, man. That's just what it what it is. He he's basically that's what he if is. If that's the no, because if that's the case, he would do what Shaq did and play the fucking paint. It was and a different league back then, though. Yeah, that's true. Too. It's more three point dominant. We have a great three point team. Then though. He if if his focus is going to be shooting threes or being a better yeah. shooter, that's what the fuck. I he think he do. just wants to put the dagger in sometimes. Because sometimes when he takes a three, it's like at times where we real like if he hits this shit, the game is going yeah. it's in a new direction. Momentum, like, momentum shit. It, yeah. Like when he hits threes, like he hit that one three in that game when he missed a bunch. He the one three he hit, I was like, oh yeah, we're winning this. I one think today. I think yeah. it is too because it was that I remember. Um, I don't know if it was this season or during the bubble season, but it was one game where he came out and hit, like, he was, like, four for five beyond the arc yeah. in, like, the, the first game, half and shit. game we beat the Lakers last year, um, he hit five. Uh, it might have been that game. Maybe. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, when, when he's, like, shooting with confidence, that he's, yeah, like, yeah. that's when you want him to shoot that. But, mm-hmm. like, you can tell to if be he's able not to. confident about it, You like, he's never going to make it. Mm-hmm. Then, like, 
He used to have a. I was looking at some old clips. I saw that same thing. Yeah, yeah. he used to be able to shoot threes like de- like. Somebody blamed Jason Kidd. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and then somebody else said, "No, nah, he just gained a bunch of muscle and that changed his form." I mean, at the same time, that season he shot like like thirty. No, not even, like twenty five percent from three. Really? Jesus. Let me look up the stat. It that was when good. he was like. That was when. That was like his what second or third. His year shot was way different back in the day. Yeah, way like, way different. He could shoot mid-range for sure. How long has Giannis been in the league? Like seven years? Well, he's 26. He got in the league when he was, what, 20? When he was 19. 19. So, well, fuck like I six that. years. I think like well, six I years. Like six seasons, I mean. Right, yeah, so his rookie year, he shot 34%. And then his second year, he shot 15%. That's fucking <laughs> That's when we had the worst record 25, in the league, I believe. 25, 27, 30, 25, 30, 30. Stop shooting. So it looks like it's improved a little bit. It is. Yeah. yeah. His free his free throw percentage has went down tremendously though. For sure. Like his Why does it take 70? him why does it take him so long to shoot the fucking ball? Didn't he used to be seventy percent? Oh yeah, you're right. Uh yeah. His career is sixty eight, seventy four, from the free throw? Seventy seven, seventy six, seventy two, sixty three, sixty eight this year. Dog, if I was a basketball owner, I would find motherfuckers every time they missed a free throw. That's coming out your yeah, check. I mean it's a free shot. It just that's I like mean, a He compensates for it because he scores so many points no, you during don't. a game. I mean he scores points, like thirty points. Then points you could have had. Yeah. But then every time you look back at a close game. Whenever it's like, oh, it was a close game, the free throws are the points that you would have needed to have that. Yeah, lead. he's definitely missed some clutch shit. The 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 thing about Giannis and the reason that I think he takes long on his free throws, I think under certain pressure, I think the pressure varies. Like I think sometimes he comes out very dominant and confident and it shows on the court. And then other games it comes out like like dude, every time he went to the line last game, he missed at least one shot. Like he never made just both shots. Like, that's fucking yeah. terrible. That's so you a gotta problem. just you gotta just know like that's a problem. All right, well you gotta put up forty points this game. You know you gotta put that's up thirty terrible. points. Do you like, think he terrible. takes that long to maybe get like a breather on the court? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Um, I think if Giannis if Giannis could consistently make both of his free throws like an average NBA player, he could he could easily score thirty five points a game. Easily, he already scores like thirty, like twenty nine point nine or some shit like that. Like, he could easily score 35 points a game, and it wouldn't be unnormal for him to uh, score 40. Like, he could probably average 35, but regularly score 40 points. I don't know, man. When you look at all the missed free throws that add up, he'll miss, like, six, seven to ten free throws a game. Like, he will. Yeah, I mean, he shoots, like, 10 free throws a game, and he makes six of them. So, like, I mean, he he could average... 30 for sure if he if he was a better free throw shooter that is if you look at that that is abysmal yeah so All I'm right. just hoping for the best for them this week like I'm I'm, I'm so Y'all ready for team, I'm so ready for Milwaukee to team. finally like get its shine like by putting out someone big I feel like, like if you it'll ne- we'll never get the respect in this I series. think y'all be I think I think the Bucks beat the Bucks beat the Nets I, th- I think, I think the, if we beat the Nets. the Nets, we definitely beat the 76ers or the Hawks, for sure. Yeah. Like, those two teams, I feel we are y'all way beat, y'all more. Y'all beat the Nets, then y'all go to the finals. Yeah. I think if we play anyone in the finals, the most person we'll have trouble with, if we get past the Nets, is the Suns, The Suns sure. are going to the finals. Yeah. I mean, Utah's pretty dominant. Clippers are pretty dominant, too, so. The Suns are going. 
I don't know. I, something it's is holding a, me back from putting my money on it's it. It's a different energy over there right now. Definitely. Kawhi, like the Clippers are, the Clippers are, the I Clippers are see, shaking. I, and, and it's an unpopular opinion nice because people paper. have Utah going against the Suns. I could see the Clippers raining could, on the Suns parade. I could see it. I don't see the clip. I don't see the Clippers winning it. There's something about the Clippers that I'm like. It's the fucking Clippers. That's what it is. It's the fucking Clippers. Because it's I can like, see it. You gotta, what you got you gotta remember too is just. Like, but it's Kawhi, bro. That's cool. But Kawhi's other teammates are not as consistent. They honestly don't even need to be sometimes. Though. Shit. Like they right. just don't. Like if he could take over a game and step up and not pussyfoot around, and and give that energy he George. gave the Raptors because the Raptors are pretty much an equal equally as good team as the Clippers without Kawhi. The Raptors are bad. Uh, in the East, the Raptors were a better team. In the East, they're better than the Clippers. In the East, yeah, the East is a, a different. It's Kawhi a different. on the Kawhi's Raptors versus Kawhi Even Clippers. Even though historically the East has more championships than the West, but the East, I will say, is an easier conference to I think get it's around. Just in. more top heavy than the West. Like yeah, the West is yeah. like a little bit more spread out. Yeah, yeah, I could see this, but the, this is my just my unpopular opinion. I see. If the Bucks beat the Nets, I see the Bucks versus the Clippers in the finals. I see the Suns. And the Suns are obviously favored right now. Yeah. So. I see but the something about them just tells me they will rain on the parade. Honestly, I, I feel from a Bucks perspective, I'd play the Clippers over the Jazz and the Suns. You'd play them? Yeah. What I'd, do you mean? Like you, he'd I'd rather, rather see, rather see the rather Clippers. See the Clippers yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the Clippers aren't consistent. The Clippers aren't consistent. That would be enough. the best chance, like to the least amount, no, the least amount of, of, uh, like difficulty to yeah. win the ring. Mm-hmm. Like on the scale, it would go the Suns, the Jazz, and then the Clippers. Yeah. But I see the Clippers beating out. Winning this series and beating out and embarrassing the Suns nah. in the conference finals. Nah. 3-1 or 4-0. Nah. So well, maybe that's my like prediction right now. Nah. That's my prediction right now. Nah. I got the I got the Clippers beating the Suns 3-1 or 4-0 in the conference finals. We're gonna see. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah. These no play these playoffs have been it's been weird watching these playoffs without LeBron. But it's also yeah. been good. it's been it's awesome. Been, it's been great. It's been great basketball for sure. I want the Hawks to I want the Hawks to pull this one out, dude. That's one that that is one that that's I one that's gonna go seven games. Can I believe that is even where it's at? Yeah, because but it also goes down to that. It goes down because this is how I feel about the way people are seeing Atlanta is how I'm seeing um, the Suns right now. Where it's just like you didn't expect this, but because they're here now, they're fighting to prove a lot more. Uh, I mean, I saw like, the, this is the tra- Suns are this pretty is, commanding this, this is, season. Oh, though. for sure, for no, sure. I'd say you but view this is the same way. It's just like historically, they're pretty the, equal as far as you view them the same way. But the Suns this year are a lot better than the Hawks. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I just feel like the um, with the underdog mentality or with the grit, with the with the something to prove. Because yeah. this is Trey, this is Trey Young's Paul. first uh, first playoff ever. Chris Paul, this is like the furthest he's been in his playoff career, right? Or I think no. he made the no no Western he, he West Conference Finals yeah so Chris Paul just got a dope if ass team. Chris Paul would have played Game Seven if he yeah. didn't get injured against the Warriors he had them boys on their fuck their backs up against the wall mm. they were they would have came out of that series. Where do you put Chris Paul as a uh, all time point guard? Uh, I say probably top between number five and seven point guard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, five and seven range. I, don't I saw think somebody share status and it was like Chris Paul's not a top because he didn't not win. a top five. Yeah. 
Because you know, guard when, yeah, are not, not top ten. When no, we're talking no. about scale, I put them in the top seven for sure, yeah. like the five through seven range. Um, there's you know, like my boy Stockton. There's, there's there's a couple people I put Steph Curry over him. My dad says sure. Steph is the best point guard of all time. Then it's Magic Johnson. Yeah, that's not. That's what my dad says. Yeah. Magic Johnson, I would say, is the best point guard of all time. My dad had Magic at number one, and then he saw Steph Curry. <laughs> it was like this motherfucker is different. I put Steph maybe at like four. Really? Mm. Who's ahead of him then? Magic uh, Johnson. As a point guard, mm-hmm. not a score. As a point guard. John Stockton, Magic Johnson. So you going assist heavy? <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's pretty much the primary role of a point guard is to make the team better. Um, I put Steve Nash up there. Saw it coming. Um, Steve Nash is probably top one for me. Um, that's three right there, right? What and else? then I have Steph Curry. Okay. So Magic, in in this order, Magic Stockton. Um, Nash. And Nash and then Steph Curry and then I have Chris Paul I'll just put him at five for now mm-hmm. um, hmm, I'll have to sit and think about the other ones you count like Allen Iverson as a point guard shooting guard yeah but I don't think he's that good as far as historically I, I mean he's only had a couple of good years so um, he's more a, a cultural influence on sure. people mm-hmm. with his style and moments and swag. What you talk about, I mean, one finals, one what he won MVP, right? Uh, I don't know. Um, I think so. I don't know. I mean, we still got um, Tony Parker, like yeah, Noble. legend. Like yeah, he's MVP in two thousand one. Yeah, so, I mean, I would say Allen Iverson maybe is the 10th best point guard of all time. If we're talking top 10, maybe 10. And that's, like, big if. That's I, I need to have a list of more. That's interesting. What about yeah. Oscar Robertson? Oscar Robertson actually should be probably higher than I have him right now because he's actually, when you look at across the board, mm-hmm. I'm only thing that's holding me back from putting him closer to the top is just the – um. When he played, basically. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That motherfucker was averaging a triple double. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's nuts. Russ is a point guard too, right? Yeah. 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 See, see, like that's the thing. I think Russ is better than Allen Iverson for sure. I think Russ is better than a lot of players that what people like put over Russ. Isaiah Thomas or Jason Kidd. Isaiah Thomas is a legend. Jason Kidd is a legend. Isaiah Thomas the, and the, Jason the Kidd. The first Isaiah Thomas, not the new eight, one. Hit nine. So, so yeah. Um, you know what my prediction for tonight is? I didn't get this in earlier, but... Um, you think the Nets are going to win? No, I think the refs are going to be on some bullshit tonight, for yeah. sure, after the last game. Yeah. Well, it seems like to be when they're in Brooklyn, then the refs always cater to... I mean, they were catering to the to the Nets a little bit in the last game, too. I mean, Kevin Durant is just a... Uh, a career man um, flopper. He's just a, 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 he's been a flop his entire career. Um, Blake Griffin is a pussy still to this day. But um, what happened to him last game? Like he didn't play the last like because he's old. He's worn out. Um, he's worn out and he's getting tired out in the series. I guess I don't know. he's been like, pretty dominant for the first three games. Like, yeah. but. 
didn't play like the last like 20, 30 minutes. Of the game. I know. So he might be injured. And yeah. I saw a report about that, hmm. that they might be concealing. He might be concealing some type of uh, injury. Um, yeah, my prediction tonight is I think Brooklyn's going to take it by two. I think Brooklyn's going to win by two points tonight, and I think it's going to be a close game. Um, regardless of James Harden or anything coming back. I got the Bucks by seven. I got, yeah. So, you got Bucks by seven? I think the Bucks win it What by do you seven. think? I think the Bucks will win by five. Okay. So, close games. Yeah, I got the I got the Nets by two because of things like the refs, um, because of things like the NBA, historically not wanting to see small towns, small markets go to the finals and how the, the, the shit that they put on. It's like I could tell something weird is going to happen in this game. Um, and then I just feel like like if Harden plays today, like if he ultimately ends up playing, like that shit's gonna I don't think he's going to erupt, but – I you know that's but, not smart. Yeah, so I think Brooklyn. I think KD is gonna have a monster game tonight, though. Like I, I, I think 40 plus. he's a bit. Yeah, I think in that range of mid thirties to to forties, I think he's gonna have a monster game, and and Joe Harris is gonna have a monster game from the three point line. And they also got what you call it back last game. He although uh, Jeff Green, so he he wasn't playing super well, but. He's only there. For He's a role minutes. player. Yeah. Um, yeah, I got the Nets by two. I don't want them to win, of course. I'm going to be cheering for the Bucks, But just if I'm really realistically going to pick, I think the Nets uh, beat us today, come back, we beat them in Milwaukee, and then it goes to game seven. If y'all don't win it today, it, I might lose the series. Because historically, historically, just from what I've seen, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking about, because I'm thinking about the Eastern Conference Finals when the Bucks lost to the Raptors at home. Yeah. I just, you know <laughs> what? Home, I think I'm just the, downplaying. home advantage is everything. I they think gotta I'm, win today. I think I'm downplaying the Bucks' um, ability to win on the road. Well, I think I'm downplaying the advantage they have because I've seen them freeze up when they mm-hmm. could easily take it. Because they have the skill. They're deep on the bench. They have the skill set. They, you know, like that's the thing about the Bucks. They are way deeper than the Nets. Like the only games that we got fucked up by the Nets are when they're not missing any shots. But if they, if one of their five players or two of their five players in the court are not having a good game and like are creating turnovers and shit, they're gonna be in deep trouble with the Bucks. We are just too deep. We have somebody to replace every single time. The Nets really don't have a bench player that can come in and like make the game go better. Like, that's why they have to have KD in for so many minutes every game. KD he barely was out of the game last game. I, I don't even recall him not playing until the end of the game. Head. So, I'm very nervous. I'm not going to lie. I, I want us to win tonight, and I'm not going to count it out. I'm going to be locked in at my house, like, phone down, not I'm looking be at nothing. Bleacher Report, watching highlights. Oh, they want, the, they want the Nets <laughs> to win so bad. They... Giannis has literally dunked on Blake Griffin at least ten times in this series. Hey, that's one thing. That's one thing. And like my my uh, how many my highlights big bro streets from last is game? always bringing this up. He's yeah, like like Sports Center. ESPN. Yeah, they want the Nets to win. Nobody so bad. ever shows the Bucks highlights ever. Ever. Giannis, Giannis literally have, will have like ten dunks in a game, and like maybe make Sports Center when it's like an undeniable win, like. When they need some type of entertainment for a, because they tied it up two two. But like, 
I don't they have yeah, gone silent when it comes to like they made a whole fucking uh, highlight reel with Blake Griffin, his dunks in the past, and him dunking on Giannis, like whole meme shit. Like, yo, that that play with Drew Holiday and Giannis, that was like the oh, fucking craziest. Yeah, ever. seeing that in person was insane. He went, went through Kevin Durant's yeah, legs and then dude through his fucking legs. Griffin. Like, come on. Yeah, and guess where I saw that? Where Bleacher Report? Really? <laughs> That's just when it's undeniable. That, oh, it's report. safe. It's 2-2 two, two now. Bleacher report. <sighs> All right. Is that our basketball That's our sports talk? segment. For the- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, should Pop we uh, go to an ad or just keep it going? Keep it rolling. Keep it All right. Going. Keep, keep it going. Yes, keep it going. Well, I hate to kill the vibe right now. Um, since we're talking about Milwaukee. Yeah. Shooters, since we're going to talk about Milwaukee, I think uh, we should address the, the past – so as of yesterday, I know exactly. It, I know exactly why everything's happening, but keep going. Okay, why don't you just explain I have an it right there? Theory of why. Oh, okay, is hold on. Don't explain. It. Let me just give people. Yeah, some no, context. I want you to give you that. Yeah. In the span yeah, of three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, there was eighteen shootings and that have two, happened. Two people were dead. Really? I saw somewhere that said like is two people low? died, six people were injured. Oh. Well, I, maybe it's just because I there's been like four though. shootings since that three days already. Yeah. Uh, more people have died. From the, if you, from the 18 shootings that happened this past weekend, I'm, I think they said like two people died and six people were injured. Okay, yeah. And if I if I hope I'm not misquoting yeah, yeah. that, but that was just what I saw so, earlier. Well, I, I'm not going to give my opinion first because that never works out for me in the end. So let's go off of what you have to say. This is a very ignorant take, but this is exact, This is why everything's happening. <laughs> Nobody got to be ignorant last year. <laughs> Do you think no, so? That's exactly what it is. That's why you got people hijacking fucking planes. People don't know how yeah. to be outside anymore. Yeah. Everybody went crazy being cooped up. Now they back outside. Like some they, cabin fever after yeah. effects. Yeah. Now they yeah. letting they crazy out and shit. That's kind of my theory too. It's like when um because I got some statistics about everything. Yeah. It's like Whatever. when you have a it's like when you have a, a, a animal locked up. For so long in a cage or uh, or on a leash or some shit, and the moment you let it free, it's just going. Yeah, that's kind of really aligns with the, me. People are out here fucking walling. <laughs> okay, so this is this is uh, my source before I. This is uh, MilwaukeeHomicides.com or like not dot com, but the Journal Sentinel uh, live database. Okay. For like homicides and arrests and all that shit. Mm-hmm. So far in 2021, there have been 80 homicides. This is as of over the past this weekend. There, This is eight more than uh, last year at this date. Because everybody was in the fucking house. <clears throat> the age percentage, the high, 46% is the highest percentage of this age group uh, that are responsible for the shootings. I'm going I'm to I'm guesstimate. Okay. I'm going to guess between 17 and 25. Close. It was um, 18 to 29 uh, years old have 46% of the shootings. That's crazy. 30 to 39 have 20%. 10 to 17. 10. That's crazy. To 17 have 11. So there's there's other ones. The cause of death. Now, this is the interesting one. The cause of death for all homicides in Milwaukee in 2021 is COVID. 91% 91% of them are from shootings, mm. 4% of them are from stabbings, and 5% are from other. 
and 0% from abuse, 0% from arson, and 0% from beaten. So 0% from beaten, meaning that no one is using their hands to murder, obviously. I mean, yeah. that'll be pretty excruciating. That shit's crazy. Hey, man, um, y'all be safe out here. That's all I can say is be safe out here. Shit's getting wild. The Shit's getting warm, and because it's getting warm, it's getting wild. The gender, 84% male, 16% female. Charges filed. So this means charges filed from the shootings. 20% of the charges have been filed, and 80% of these shootings and homicides have went, un- like, no one's been charged for. 80% of them. Damn. So I'll refrain from using the uh, race uh, percentage. Y'all out here going crazy. Um, yeah, the race percentage, hey, I don't think we want to go, go into That's all today. I'm gonna say. Be safe out here. And then I'm thinking like, okay, that's just one weekend, 18 shootings, right? You know, you know, for me, I'm trying to round this back to where is the outrage for this? Like, not, I'm not even trying to compare it to what police, the police shit, or any other thing. Well, where is the general outrage for the violence in the city? Well, it comes down to like the outrage is there because I see it, but it's not going to be as big is as. Is it before or after people are murdered? Because I feel like. Both. I feel like there's some there. It's there's both. definitely committees that like yeah. are against violence. This is what. But it I is. say the general population of the city. We look at a, a shooting on TV. We look at a murder. We're like, uh, it's every day. There's nothing we could do about. It. There's nothing. I mean, you know, to an extent. I mean, it's really not citizens' responsibility to search down the shooters and and, and, and and make this happen. That's what it comes down to. Because the thing and the thing <laughs> is this, the thing is this too. The outrage doesn't come until when it gets closer to home, like anything else. But then also it's expected. Like as as ignorant as that might sound, it's just expected. That's just where we at. It's yeah, a part I, of the I generally th- it's I a generally part of the city and the society. But when you compare and it's not to compare not to compare this for real, but when you when you look at this this thing that we're used to, this is mm-hmm. this is a societal norm for us versus uh, uh, versus police brutality, which is something that should not be a societal norm at all. That's I, where and I don't even, that even understand why it is a societal norm because the numbers just don't reflect that goes it and being a, whole a societal nother, norm. That's a whole nother episode, and a whole nother conversation. I mean, okay, let me just let me just theoretically said, so not saying, use black people saying, as a percentage, saying, right? You're saying you're saying by you're saying by numbers, it's not a societal norm. No And I'm saying Well how are you saying it Well I'm just saying Because even if we take away From the numbers of Okay a police officer Murdered somebody right That's usually the The Highest extent of something Like okay There's usually people Being beaten up Or bullied by police officers Or Mm -hmm. they're coming through Like I just don't think That culture is really Aside from Select cities That have high Rates of violence And homicide Where police officers I I would say Probably are a little bit More aggressive Because They need to move Proceed with caution In areas Wait you think I was saying Societal normal police officers No I'm just saying like I don't understand Why America (laughs) Like the biggest The biggest subject That we're addressing As Americans right Mm -hmm. It's not the regular murder that is happening in excruciating numbers, the overwhelming because numbers, but we're addressing something that's even on a 
not even zero point one percent of because of, on, of a, this. on a system on a, on <clears throat> and a, we're addressing it as if it's black people that are being oppressed by police officers on a systematic level on a on a social level where you're trying to change the system and the government that you live in. That's the highest amount of change people Who's feel like they can change, directly. Though, they can when you say when it. you're trying to change, because the, the I don't think a lot are, of people want to change the communities that are that are affected by it. And this is okay. spe- this is this is speaking specifically to the police brutality, which takes me apart from what I was trying to say earlier. Yeah. But it's just speaking specifically to that thing. It's like when when you experience something and you want to change it, we all everybody you can I, I think generally everybody believes they believe outside of voting. I mean, in, even within voting, you can't change the government. What's going to happen is going to happen. The, the the people that are there are going to do whatever they got. They yeah. I mean, you get deals, who you vote for. Blah blah blah. You blah, know blah, what blah. I'm saying? That shit too. So then when it comes to, okay, what's the highest thing I can change closest to me? It's going to be the people that you have to see every day, even if you don't want to see them, which is police officers, which is school systems, which is da-da-da-da-da. So that's what that goes to. What I was saying about societal norm is that the shootings outside of the police shit, the regular shootings is societal norm, and that's not... It doesn't mean statistically It's just culturally Like that's just what it is That's just something you're used yeah, it's to It's in the culture too It's something you're it's used to It's in the media yeah. It's in the the art You yeah. know Like it's well reflected in the art I mean everything is prized Gangs are prized Look at it Like you, you ever watch Let's just say like We watch a film Or we watch a show Or something like that And they're basically the villains are reenacting guy. the hood or reenacting dangerous areas or gangs or something like that. It's they'll villainize them to an extent, but mm-hmm. then in the culture, those characters will also hold they're a lot romanticized. of weight. I mean, yeah, they're yeah. romanticized. And do you feel well? Obviously, it's it's a no brainer if they're if they were uh, represented differently. If it wasn't, you know, because f- people generally like seeing they like seeing violence. You know, that's entertainment. People yeah. love seeing five. I love watching World War II documentaries. I love watching uh, Star like watching, Wars like or something that has some type of I violence like in it. I think that's the biggest societal um, challenge is the what's been embedded in people so far is like, mm-hmm. you know, because we're all a product of that. We all, I mean, there's... Well, that's the thing too, because it's like what you're saying about just being embedded is we, we've, we've grown accustomed to it. Yeah. We've become desensitized to it. Actually, the same thing. When yeah. I when I first moved video here, games, yeah. When music. I first moved to Milwaukee, which is like two thousand, maybe ninety eight, between like ninety eight, ninety nine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because I remember being here for Y two K. So ninety eight, ninety nine. We first moved here. I remember being here, and mind you, I'm coming from the suburbs of Maryland. Mm-hmm. You know, and I mean, when I they think Maryland s- is overall probably a suburb, right? Yeah, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. So when we when we come when we come here. I remember when we first heard gunshots and my mom was like mm-hmm. screaming, get on the floor. Yeah. So we hitting the floor. This is like two, maybe one or two years. This is the thing. Mm-hmm. After the one or two years, me and my brother was like, that shit's not coming through here. Yeah. So I'm not. Done. You know, you know how far it yeah, is from just by. That's it. Yeah, it's like, all right, y'all yeah. ready? Cool. Everybody good? Cool. All right. And it's like, don't be outside when this shit goes off. You just become accustomed <clears> to certain <throat> things when you, when, when you, when you deem it, doesn't affect you directly, and that and that plays into kind of what I uh, I think we've come to the conclusion of through these episodes too is like you know sometimes we'll we'll, we'll discuss something like this and we'll say whether it's a, a politician or some political era in America mm-hmm. an election year, you know people come home from work and they turn on whatever that place to their liking right yeah. 
whatever soothes their brain. So if they have a narrative that they're systemically uh, oppressed or they're um, they don't like police or they don't like this uh, policy or this certain type of viewpoint in life, they'll cater the media that's out there to. Yeah. To what they so that's what they're always gonna you're always now you're always gonna digest the thing that backs up your belief. But now the issue is it's less of a choice to view that one viewpoint. It's Mm -hmm. more of like all media or the majority of media or influencers of how what we take in for entertainment or influence in general of perspective you know like i watch video i watch cooking videos of gordon ramsay right just to get you know to it's pleasuring to my eyes and you know what i do on my free time right um now it's put into everything though so now there you're we're only seeing the country in one way and not saying, and I'm not trying to go on some big tangent about how yeah. liberal media owns everything, you know, even though, I mean, they pretty much all the mainstream shit, people play to that even if they don't believe in that. But it shows the true influence of what's going on. So when we talk about murders, we talk about music, art, um, everything, we romanticize people who cause harm and violence, like even drug dealers. We romanticize drug dealers, whether it's a joke on Twitter. You know, a, a, a Twitter thread about some girl and her drug dealer boyfriend or her drug dealer falling in love with her. You know what I'm saying? Or trying mm-hmm. to, you know, it's it's either turned into comedy or some form of entertainment and it becomes normalized even outside of the real physical day to day things like hearing gunshots in your backyard, like me waking up for 24 years living on the north side and being accustomed to gunshots. Me just looking out the window, making sure they ain't in front of my house. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Ain't nobody calling the police for something like that unless somebody's dead. You know? Um, So I just think it's a huge issue. And I know it's just like kind of corny when people say, you know, like they don't want to intake that type of uh, media. Like, oh, I don't want my kids to see that. Or I I, I refrain from watching violent things or listening to something that... uh, affects it because art is also representation of what you have going on for the most part sometimes unless you're faking it um so it's really the gift and the curse of being a free country we don't have control media here you know what i'm saying and that's what it is you got to take it or leave it that is a negative part of having free speech free uh form of expression like, but then because you're able to, to embed negative things, that, right? I think the flip side of that comes to because I agree with you. I agree with you. Yeah. That's, the, that's the cost of having freedom. You know, because there's those dangers. Freedom comes and, with and cost. where it overtakes the. Yeah. It, but just then to cap comes, off what I'm saying mm-hmm. before you, uh, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let you go. But um, because it overpowers more certain areas that um feel more feel more uh relative to what is being created or what is being put out there. So if I am growing up in an area that isn't in a uh isn't a safe space or isn't necessarily considered a good area, mm-hmm. um I will glamorize things that show that I can relate to, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. it overpowers cities more. It overpowers highly populated areas more. You know what I'm saying? It overpowers places to have the least amount of hope in their system, less community leaders. You know what I'm saying? So 
uh, that's the we gotta we gotta really ask at what point who is this really benefiting? Because somebody's making a dollar off that media. The man pushing, pushing that message. Who is that? Who's the person? Y'all know who. The people we look up to. The, the Kendrick who. Lamar's. Who you know? I'm mm-hmm. putting damn on my arm. You know what I'm saying? I, I I'm glamorizing what he's experienced growing up in, whether it's Compton or his life growing up as a uh, a celebrity coming from nothing and experiencing a new form of life or his political takes, even though they don't really align with mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm glamorizing that as a consumer because I somewhat experience that from where I how I grew up I grew up in that type of setting maybe not to that extent but I can relate to it I'm, I'm a direct consumer of what I'm just speaking against mm-hmm. you know and um, I think there's a huge negative effect on certain communities and that's why I think there's 17 I agree shootings with you. absolutely with the lack of you know absolutely. my whole theory I about the lack of that, fatherhood and everything like that too yeah, I think what I think the thing that plays into that and I'm speaking just for Adults, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? For people our age, people yeah. with this whole freedom of speech, freedom of thought shit is you also have the power to determine what it is you're digesting, what you're consuming, but then also how you view it. Like, yeah, I listen to some of my favorite rappers are, are retired drug dealers and ex gang bangers and shit like that. I'm not out here trying to be these motherfuckers yeah. either, though. So I think I don't know. It's a as as much as it's a communal issue because it is a it's a bigger thing that affects a larger amount of people when it comes down to you specifically and individually it's just really about what are you going to change or how are you going how, how how do you take the things that you consume you know what i'm saying and i think you're a prime example of somebody who grew up with leadership in their home with people you know, in the house huh you been in my house? No, but the oh, way you me. explain them, you know what i'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You've grown up but i also know but i also know with, but and that's the thing too is yeah. i also know that because I've, I've I've worked I've worked with kids before. I got homies that don't have the same upbringing that I do. Some of them have similar upbringings, and then just mm-hmm. the things that I've seen, experience. I also know that my situation vastly and drastically differs from the typical black male, especially okay. the typical black Milwaukee male. So then it becomes a thing where it's like me as a person, me knowing I'm not traditionally like I wasn't born here. My mm-hmm. upbringing isn't the same as everybody else's for. A very specific amount of time. Yeah, it's an area thing. It's really a, me. Me individually, I I bring that into my head and make sure. Okay, because of the person I am, I want to make sure I can try to instill a, a different viewpoint or something. Something that's going to help somebody who's my age who might not have had the same upbringing I had. Yeah, one hundred. That's that's a personal thing though, because to me, that's the only way I'm gonna be able to change a bigger problem. You know what I'm saying? It's I think the I think the and I was saying. The easiest way for me to say it was during the during the pandemic when everybody was protesting, we was doing all that shit. I'm like, take care of yourself and take care of the person next to you. Like that's it. Doing a little bit of something for somebody else can go a long way. Yeah, I mean, 100 percent I agree. You know, and really just, to just try just, and throw some light on this. <laughs> well, no, I, you know, I'm just trying to uh you know, my example, you know, with using you, you, you have somebody you grew up with, you, you know, whether it's a strong mother or a strong father. I, grew up, you, I have both my parents. You, yeah, you grew up in a great family setting, right? And mm-hmm. I more speak on this in the area issues of cities. Some yeah. cities, um, you know, are... are, are um, but it's... An, are embedded differently. It's a, it's a, the culture yeah. of the city but and it what it's gone through. Um, and here, it's it's... It's a lot less likely that you'll find people who 
are pure from you know everyone's pure from birth right but they maybe at one point in time something got them quicker than the other person yeah. as far as whether it's a traumatic experience mm -hmm. whether it's uh a, a bunch of a little experiences adding up my i think my example because um, i don't i don't, don't want to lose it i don't mean to cut you off yeah. to, just to piggyback off of that is um my example is of course it's gonna be my mom and mm -hmm. it can be either my parents, but I'm using my mom because mm -hmm. they both grew up in, they grew up in those settings that we didn't grow up in. But mm -hmm. it, but it goes back to what I was saying about that, that personal individual thought of okay because I grew up in this thing, I got to make sure that my kids don't do it. So mm -hmm. I was raised, we were raised very different from how my parents grew up. My dad's from where Eddie's from, like Miami, but my yeah. dad's from Dade County. Yeah, my dad's yeah. from Miami. 60s, yeah. 70s Miami, mm -hmm. you know, which it was different, yeah. different. And my mom's from where the Chicago. coke, where the coke was good. Yeah, my dad and my mom's from from the west side of Chicago. I wish I was alive during that era, dude. I would <laughs> be coked does. up, man. And my mom, my mom's from Chicago. She grew up, she grew up here too, but she got that Chicago and that Milwaukee thing. So yeah. having that upbringing, that their their individual and personal choice and thought was, okay, my kids don't have to go through what we went through, or. The shit that I didn't like seeing growing up, even if you didn't necessarily go through it. I, you know, I think it's a prime example. I think what your examples are giving, I think it's a prime example that every person in this country has the opportunity to do something different, to think for themselves. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, media, obviously, influence, obviously, uh, experiences will form somebody's life differently. Um, but it's really upon your spirit to, you know, how you're built, how you want to build yourself um, to to overcome any of the, the negative aspects of life. So don't grow up and be a bad person. You have the freedom to choose to be a bad person or, don't, or not. Uh, all of these people who are doing these things, whether they make a mistake or not, or they're influencing somebody, it's really they have the choice to um choice is such a power they they, thing, they have they have the choice to make that happen and that's what ultimately comes with freedom too choice, is the choice, choice. Is, it, choice is so crazy you know? because we don't have the choice we don't have the choice to determine what this group or what this um these organizations or these types of people what they're going to put in front of our eyes or ears or how they're going to influence us we don't have that choice because they have the choice to mm. do that right but we have the choice of how we're going to take it in and how we're what we're going to do with what has i been think we have the, we, we have the us. i agree with that too but and then we also have the choice on how we want to respond to change it if we even if we want to change it because we know that Corporations and companies are gonna, they're gonna maneuver the way the the, the consumer does. Yeah, and it's not all corporations' fault. I, yeah. know I keep saying I keep saying corporation, but I, I I'd say just in modern day because corporations now versus corporations twenty years ago hold a little bit different amount of uh, influence way on more, society. Way more because we spend more times with these versus back in the day we it's spent more time in front out. of a TV, yeah, yeah, less yeah. time in front of a TV. Kids were outside and. You know, there was there was different challenges back then, but now it's just you're you're you have political influence. You have uh, corporations that choose a political side that will benefit them, whether it's from policy or from um, or from just cultural, you know, sales and mm -hmm. you know uh, consumerism. So what they go with only will work if if eighty if sixty fifty one percent of this country was. Republican 
they would be catering to the Republicans, even if the person making the content is a Democrat. That's just how it works, and mm. that's what we're forgetting is because what is being put upon us is, uh, you know, we're losing the free, you know, these the younger generation. They're they're dealing with the challenges of this being embedded at an earlier age. Yeah, that you crazy. and I didn't have this at six, seven years old. You know I, what I'm our, saying? Our generation. So is, this I, is new. I already had yeah. who I was as a person almost figured out by the time I was we, eighteen we got in twenty fifteen. We got the experience. <laughs> I count you in. I count. I count y'all in this too, because y'all are younger than me, but not not that. Yeah, much I mean, I'm still in y'all the nineties. Y'all were still, you know, yeah. mid nineties. We were still going outside. Yeah, even when internet was a thing, we were still riding going outside. bikes, we were going still, outside. Yeah. So we got to explore life differently. Mm -hmm. It's interesting seeing kids born in two thousand and after experience life just through a phone. Yeah, that's how it is. I like mean, it's, kids. It's, I mean, it's iPads like. It's you really know, the different. way school is, I mean, there's a whole generation of kids that had to just spend a year of their life inside learning from a digital computer. You know what I'm saying? A digital screen. I sometimes imagine what, what life would be like if that was us. I know for me, it might be a little different just because of who my parents are, because we were, my parents were. Hey, I think I'd be a lot larger cut as that, far cut as that shit off and my weight. <laughs> I think I think uh, not having and not enjoying. I think I would have a lot less of an interest in sports. Mm. You know, back in the day, it was fun to go outside and play basketball with your friends. We were, we that's trying, where your friends were at. We were trying to be uh, fucking Tony Hawk and yeah, the BMX yeah, yeah. boys out there making you know, ramps out of playing fences. WWE. You know, wrestling. Boy. Like <laughs> setting up mattresses in the backyard. For yeah, we in trouble for that shit. Yeah, so like <laughs> it, it was a, a lot different. Uh, it was a, it was a different upbringing. And I, I just think in, in the kids nowadays are going to have a way, we have to have way more protection for them as far as like giving them time to form who they are as pu it's, people. Because all I these shootings for, from young kids, 18 to 20, you know. I think like, it's good that, I think it's good that they have, that they have the interest and the access to the technology. It's just about, I don't want to say molding, but um, I don't kind of, kind of, um, motivating them to 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 follow through in in fields or area or whatever in life it's motivating them to realize that there's a life outside of this that you have to for maintain sure, for sure, for sure. But that you have to like them. attend to yeah encouraging them that this shit isn't this doesn't have to just be youtube and tiktok all day right it can be but that's hard to do because that's yeah. the coolest shit yeah. you know what it's i'm the saying entertainment that's the entertainment that's, the, that's we where, had to go outside to entertain ourselves yep. and then it was all right we got to share the internet because the fucking dial up is taking forever and you get an hour on the computer and then somebody else gets an hour. It's interesting, bro. Society is very interesting. But it's 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 uncanny because I it's uh it's uncanny cuz I think about how when we would watch um just cartoons growing up and seeing like the future is going to be this 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 and it's mm -hmm. that to a degree to a certain extent where everybody's living I think we're all, I think humans are always a little and to add to that this is the difference between when we were making those predictions and when the people before us were making those predictions. In the '60s, the '40s, the '30s, you can read back and look at all all of these these writings and um, mm -hmm. even pre-recorded things. They were making these predictions of flying cars, phones where you could FaceTime, or screens, or quick food. Or I think that, quick there's orders. a picture of the first cell phone. It was like 1980 something. Yeah, no, it was earlier than that. Yeah, but the 1980s is when the first cell phone was released. Yeah, no, but they had a, they had a picture. There was an article, a picture. I saw this last week. Article of a woman holding a cell phone. Yeah, maybe the size of this. Like, 
to her phone. It didn't. They didn't have it work, but it was modeled. They were mm-hmm. like, "This is what the cell phone. That's is gonna what look the like. future is going to be, yeah. right?" So the difference between back then and the difference between now is that in 2013 or 14, I would say the or, or no, 2011 and 10, the world basically changed. iPads, i uh, iPods became mini phones that just didn't have uh, you know just you could music. you could download an app I remember when the iPod was just that. I remember when the iPod was just yep. music yep phones um you know FaceTime the way everything was done like all these social media apps the the better development of the technology there was such a technological Wi-Fi. advance from the year 2000 2007 when did Wi-Fi to 2000 come? well Wi-Fi has been around when was Wi-Fi like the thing thing though I don't know Cause it was I don't know I was too young to remember Yeah I just remember a period talks. When it was like Alright connect without Plugging up And I was but like But just think like What? Just think even with cars And even with just Just technology in general Medical field Anything In the last Five to seven years What has been done In that gap Has like Far outweighs Any invention That was done By in the light 1960s. years By light years By light years Yeah and it's crazy The last The last 10 to 15 years Of technological advance Has Obliterated the last 300 years of yeah, technological 100%. 100%. It's just crazy. And that's the difference between now is because there's such an overload of information. Thank you, yeah. There's such an overload of information coming to our brains every single moment, mm-hmm. like a news story or anything. People used to have to go, like, go to the newsstand to buy a somebody newspaper. Somebody had tweeted, somebody had tweeted, uh, like, I was ordering, <laughs> I was ordering magazines to I get the newest you. releases and information to my house. Like, I had subscriptions to magazines and shit just in the early 2000s, mid 2000s. Somebody had tweeted, uh, this past weekend, they were like, I miss Game how Informers. we used to, I miss how we used to come across, nah, man, my brother used to get those by the, the bucket. back, the back of the game informer with bucket. all the cheat codes on it. Bucket. Yeah. Somebody said, I miss how we used to discover music where you had to wait five, six months to really hear something and you only heard it through another friend or a cousin or somebody yeah. who brought it to yep. you. And I was like, dog, music has really changed. Now I don't even want to like, dive into music has really a changed lot. it a lot. Yeah, like music now, like I, I really just pick and choose who I want to dive into. Yeah. It's really me exploring a lot of the old artists that I used to, that I grew up listening to and more of their catalog that I may have missed. I just saw a statistic about that. One of, the, um, one of my guys from the team just sent it over. Cause he's um, tuning into the virtual conference for um, indie artists, and they had brought over this this stat that breaks down. They did a survey with listeners, like how how much they spend their time looking for new music versus yeah, listening most to old of my music. shit's Jay Z. Fifty percent, fifty percent of the people who listen to music are listening to the artists that they already have. They're just mm-hmm. going back yeah, and listening to Pharrell, Neptune's like that's like I'm listening to old music, and it's like there's a lot less. Um, there's a lot less of an attraction to listen to any new releases. Like it's like it's almost feels like a job when you have to listen to new music. Like I know some people because you look at specifically you like you, listen to new you look, music. You're looking but for shit that, that you think you're gonna. Enjoy. I just want something that I, I like and enjoy. You know, I mean, I work the, relatively I don't mind, in the industry I don't mind where you have it. to know some of this stuff. Yeah, I don't mind looking for new music. The thing that disappoints me, and I guess it's kind of a sign of the times too, is just like when I go to look for an artist. And I really like them, mm. but they don't have a catalog. Like they don't have enough music out. Yeah, and I know, I know 
for people that enjoy me or come across my music, that's one thing that they will never have to worry about because I've been recording for fucking ever. But it's just it's interesting seeing that nowadays. It's like, dog, all right, I really like this person, but they only have this EP or they only have yeah, these four singles. Yeah, that shit's annoying. And it's like, dog, that shit's really annoying. Fuck? So now I gotta anticipate when you're gonna. There's drop a lot a more generate. See, and but that calls for a lot more artists need to, are being generated now. Like whether you call them a industry plan or whether you call them whatever cookie you, cutter or whatever. Yeah. yeah, but a lot of them are being more generated now because now for the way these companies have to exist is they have to suck the bulk of whatever money's coming in. They have to find who can do that. Mm -hmm. So what are they going to do? They're going to program some artist. They're going to find some artist that has a talent and then they're going to program them and do everything that they could possibly do to make sure that that artist fills in that gap for them to make that type of income. It's less of like, discovering new people mm -hmm. it's more of like discovering one entity more, and then they go on campaigns like yeah. i work with a lot of like labels and maybe even like small label houses that like get funded by bigger labels mm -hmm. that have partnerships with it and what they do is they really go sign one artist and they put that whole they put the whole label behind that artist and there they'll release either a small ep they'll give it a couple tries a couple music videos or a single and they'll do that and see if it blows up and if it doesn't blow up next thing you know five months later that artist is shelved and then they're coming out that label because they didn't make anything big and then that label's already signing someone else new to see if they can send them up to the major leagues which is where their partnership with the major label comes in mm -hmm. and that's when the big money comes in so they, they're really just testing out to see who works now it's more of like oh you're in a one single file line versus labels going out there and competing for the high, the hottest talent yeah, yeah 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 who's making the noise in this city this city this city and this city and this markets it's more of like all right what, what what's gonna work who could we put a 20 30 man team behind to go knock this all out you know so that a lot more things are more generated and like um embedded so less, less creativity more more yeah, programming yeah yeah and that's why music has becoming like when you even watch music videos a lot of them are like you watch a make the stallion video or the baby like those are artists they worked she was with a smaller label he was with a smaller situation and they went up to the majors we watch their music videos it's all cgi corporate looking shit because they're only aiming to do corporate shit now because that's the only bag that can come in is when a, a, another company puts the bag up front and you only bring attention to them it used to be a lot different where you had to fill a lot more gaps you know where you mm -hmm. had to worry about things like tours and shit like that they don't the labels don't worry about tours because they don't make their money there so it's just more generated artists and especially you know man i could go on for days but i don't know i'd be here with you yeah, i love yeah, this yeah, shit. Yeah, i love yeah, the, I I love the business days. i love the business as much as the music so that's why that conversation could last forever yeah and there's the same reason you see the same eight artists on every movie soundtrack or every post malone feature same, same or ten, every same 10 artists on you know every, every super bowl radio halftime performance or pre-game show performance. somebody said they were in a car driving recently this is like within the last three four months they were yeah. in a car driving for an hour they're in a car for an hour mm -hmm. and they heard drake like six times yeah i mean that's the tip top same of where song. you can be same modern song, day as far as anything the difference between drake and those guys is drake was Anomaly. in that era yeah and he's a phenomenal artist and um he's an anomaly yeah exactly but you know like i'm tired of the baby you know what i mean i'm sure people are gonna do you, i read something on a chart little baby 
and it had Lil Baby, Kanye West, and a couple more artists, like their top 100 entries. Lil Baby just started making music when? Three, maybe four years three, ago. Three, four years ago. Kanye West had 120 entries or something like that. Drake had 200 something in, in, in the top 100. But the, uh, Lil Baby had 90 entries. This man was formulated and just started making music four years ago. And he has not even had 90 hits. These are just records that are just coming out. Features. Yeah, they're just getting played a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the big difference. But a lot of those plays, like those 90 hits or anything like that, they're not equating to the same money that it used to equate to. Mm-hmm. You know, the full dollar, the full scale. Because they're, the money isn't being... You, you don't know what the, the value of... The money's not the same anymore. The, the, we don't have the, a value digital, of a The digital world is. Yeah. You know, aside from streaming. Um, so, like I said, that those really aren't equating to dollars. It's just phony award shows where they just give all the top, you know, streamed artists the awards. And, and um, like I said, I can go on for days. So, let's, uh, let's send it to a first ad, and then uh, we'll be back. Yeah, bitch. Can you wait on... Yo, so, apparently... I just saw this while we were, um, you know, up here talking and shit. But apparently, Amazon is losing workers faster than they can hire them. <laughs> That's because, interesting because, because they're overworking everybody. So they're, Do you think wor- it's because they're, they're worried. Over- I mean, I, I don't know. That's they're what overworking. They, they, they said that people are being overworked. Um, employees are being stretched thin, and, and people are quitting. Just booming. People are quitting faster than they can yeah. hire them, and they're worried about. That's interesting because whether or not they can live up to down the line well i know that their systems there like the the way they like operate their warehouses and shit like that are mm-hmm. like they're like they have specific jobs where people like are watching you on camera and yeah. if like you're like in the bathroom for too long or you're just like not moving efficiently enough like they'll come down and like that's crazy pull you out and like talk to you and like give you like a warning so that's the magic behind same day delivery <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing, though. I mean, business is booming. I mean, who doesn't use Amazon? Like, it's really hard to find. I think they there was some study that, like, 51% of people use Amazon. Like, Somebody had tweeted. I fucking stay on Twitter. Somebody had tweeted yesterday, actually. They're like, what's your favorite online store? And I was thinking. I was about to say, I was like, which one do you shop at the most? I was about to say H&M. Because the only yeah. time I'm buying some shit online is when I need to get some clothes. But I was like, it's fucking Amazon. It is. Everything I've got like, dog, gotten delivered Amazon. to my house, aside from spam mail that randomly keeps getting sent to my house, um, is from Amazon. Mm. New lights, new anything. Me, it's like books. air purifiers, everything. I bought the fuck out some books. I've never bought a book off of Amazon. I mean, now, I know you I, I'm a little books. bit spoiled now because I, I live across books. the street from. I didn't. You sent me the. <laughs> you sent me the PDF. I got it. I didn't read it though yet. <laughs> hey, if it makes you feel oh, any better, I'm not a good reader. <laughs> like, it doesn't uh, make me feel any better. Okay, I was thinking maybe we should do a book we together. A reading, we what? should do a book. We should write we should, a book together. We should write an over the fence book together. Fuck. I was thinking about this. I expressed this with my what girlfriend while I was driving with her. Like, what did she say? Well, she tells me everything's a good idea, anyways, oh, even if it's a, not. That's a terrible girlfriend to have. Is it? <laughs> no, no, not she terrible. Support, not she's supportive. That's anything. very. That's very supportive, though. That's very supportive. Yeah, like, wh- like. She don't ever tell you something sounds stupid or nah, don't do that. Huh? She does. She ever tell you like, no, nah, that's a dumb idea or don't do that. Or she I don't know. Te- she won't tell me. She just won't tell me it's a good idea though. Okay. Too. I, so I, like, I'll I read it that. on her face. I'll be like, that. hey, should I do this? And she, she'll look at me like, 
she'll pause and she'll be like, and then I'll step in and be like, I shouldn't okay, do that. Got man. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, that's how my partners are with me. I'll be like, yo, I want to do this, this, this. Yeah. They never, I've never heard them ever say yes to me. They just be like, they say no, like don't do it, or they say figure it out. Make yeah. It happen. Like, if you can make it happen, that means it was worth doing. Yeah. Like when I was like turning over my political views in the summer, when I was like having an epiphany and like, Telling her all the reasons why I think Trump should be reelected, mm-hmm. she was just like, "Yeah, that makes total sense. Every, you know, everything." And then when the election time came around, I asked her, and uh, like, "So did you vote for him?" You know, we had the awkward conversation. She's like, "Nah, no, nah, nah, <laughs> like, fuck no, yeah, no." It's like uh, your your reasonings make sense yeah. for you, but me, fuck no, but that. like she's just supportive. Like she just likes to see my brain working because okay, okay. yeah. I get that, yeah. So I get that. she likes to keep because this is the. The money maker is my brain. She's making more money than me, but you know, That's but she's maker. the yeah. likes what works for me. So to make sure you keep. So money I expressed in. in the car while we were working because I was like, um, I mentioned that you you wrote a book and you were thinking about writing another. I was like, why we should just do an over the fence book? I'm halfway like, through my second book. That should would go so crazy. Like it would be so fun. We could talk about so much stuff and like do separate chapters and do chapters together and separate subjects and that you know obviously long term and i know i just put our rollout out there already so what the fuck would that look like it would be dope i think it would be dope we could do book tours and not tours but you know like a book thing a reading that'd be interesting yeah so i think a lot of people would like to see the perspective of people from two different I don't think you see a lot of content book wise out take there a, we of take a, different perspectives. We take a subject and then explain our reasons behind yeah, it. Yeah, the top subjects, you know, the top, you know, couple ones and reparation. Yeah. You know, maybe do words. a chapter together. Um so I don't like you that much. Do I get a chapter in there? No. No, 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 no. You're this tweaking. You're, you're, you're only tweaking. you're you're only you're on the <laughs> you're tweaking. He, he's only Jacob, he's Jacob only on the video end. Jacob definitely gets a fucking chapter. We're we're, we're moving on. This, we own the we own the publishing the rights. <laughs> you get the forward. <laughs> we just we just do the publishing rights. We'll just hire you to, to do the cover. So, you know, I'd be plotting against both of y'all on here. Just you know, like, yeah, at the beginning of that. I haven't episode. been in a plot move when I get in one. It'll be interesting. Guys, I would never plot um, either of you for this pod. Everything, let me not say any numbers right now. I'm not going to say everything's split down the middle, but we're doing pretty good as far as morale. <laughs> <laughs> we're not in a Joe Budden Moral situation. Moral victories right for minor league coaches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this. Have you seen the, um, the new Rory and Maul podcast yet? Yeah, I watched it. Yep. What do you think? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it and I see Rory being a little bit more aggressive on it. Yeah. He's like you could tell they're doing it on a spite totally. Yeah. But I don't think it's gonna last longer than a hundred episodes. Yeah. I don't see it lasting longer than fifty episodes. I think it becomes more content than pot. I think they don't do weekly releases. I think sometimes they do. I think like some on and I off. think they take when more we feel breaks. Like it's like yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, what it was, I didn't. It was only the, an hour, right? I didn't finish the. Yeah, I didn't finish the whole thing. But Roy brought up something really, really important. I think when he was like, um, he's like, yeah, I was listening to some of the. He's like, sometimes I just want to shut the fuck up. He's like, I've been talking yeah. for the last five years. It is tiring <laughs> coming in here every week, even though we only do it once a week. It's not tiring to where it's like I'm gonna stop doing it or I want to stop doing, it, but it's like today I was just getting all my shit. Down. I was like, fuck, I gotta record today. But like 
that's how much of it, mm-hmm. I I'm like I have. It's like missing a. It's it's, it's almost like missing a a, pa- a practice for a basketball game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't. I love basketball. I just hate going to the practice, but I gotta go because it's part of the game. Well, I think when when I get in here, I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm good. fine. I'm comfortable. It I think really, it's like fuck. It just be the commute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's really what, everything that it is is just it's like the, it's the commute. That's all. It is. All right, I gotta leave this the gym an hour early. Nowhere near where any of us live. Yeah. <laughs> Nowhere near. Nowhere near. Yeah, it's a. It's definitely a twenty-minute freeway drive. At for least, sure. at least. And you know what always sucks is every single time I, I fill up my gas tank once a week, usually unless I drive a bunch. Every single time we record, I always am on empty on my car, and I'm like, "Fuck, I gotta make a <laughs> gas station stop." Like I was pulling up here, and my shit just hit E, and I was like. Fuck. Nah, I gotta like, go I gotta, right here. Now I have to drive down the street and get gas before I get on the freeway. That's right there. No, go up the street. There's a gas station before I know, that freeway. Speedway. My mom lives right over there. Mm. But it's they have the worst exits to get out of that speedway they ever. Do. They do. Like it's <laughs> such, such a small. I hate speedway. Oh no, not the speedway. The other joint. I'm talking about going back towards uh Mayfair Road. There's like two gas stations going that way. Where the, where the Dilbers at? Where are we? We okay. are. If you look that way, that's Blue Mile. That's the zoo. Okay. The zoo's over there. So when you leave, you would be making a right or a left. So I'm going that way. Like, just say this is the front of the yeah. building right here. I'm going that way to get the gas. I'm looping around. And Don't like loop around. Get back on the free. Get on the freeway up north. Over there off of Mayfair Road. You're confusing me. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> um, it's amazing how... People don't know they My brains don't. My people brain really, doesn't work. People yeah. really do. I I, maybe that's that military shit. No, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, you really, yeah, wake up at, at 1900s. Motherfucker, yeah, like, throw me in the middle of the street and I can tell you we're north, south, and yeah, east and west. Yeah, I would be fucked. <laughs> and I, like, they're like, how does that work? And then I was like, the sun always sets in the fucking west. Just look wherever the sun is at and figure the rest of the shit out. The sun always sets in the west. I didn't know that. All right, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? This is well, uh, this is why Milwaukee public. You did you go to NPS? No. Yeah, see, private school. Does. Damn, not even. Come on, man. NPS, I'd be in a fucking not a good place right now. I guarantee I you know NPS. north, south, east, and west. Huh? Yeah, huh? here. Yeah, of course. I know the differences here. Wow. What the fuck were we? Oh yeah, we talking about Amazon. Man, we off of that shit, dog. Yeah. Anyways, All right, did you get your ticket to go to space or with you, Bezos? Nah. No, I don't want to be the first. Let's to go. not even talk about Bezos. We don't. Let's just close out the episode. I just did like the that. Amazon shit, and yeah. I thought we were running to it, but it's whatever. Yeah. I mean, I don't yeah. really fuck, care. Fuck. What happened to Kevin Hart? I just want to know because you put that Kevin Hart was it. tweeting today a couple times, like basically, like I don't like to get cocky or anything, but I did four billion dollars at the box office. Oh, he's running numbers. Like, okay, I don't care yeah. About that. All right, and yes. Because he was basically addressing people saying he wasn't funny. He's okay. like, I had the top three stand-ups ever of all time. I'm like, okay. He's done some dope shit. He's not funny to me in a stand-up. He, he just his not, stand-up, his, his stand-up, stand-up so is me, just not funny. His to stand-up me. peaked when he did like. Let me explain. I think let me explain was when his stand-up peaked because that's that was when he got pushed over the edge and that's when he became too famous and too rich to be relatable. So when I watch I like his, his acting, acting I love. When I watched his last stand-up, um, the most recent one that he did, yeah. I didn't like any of the jokes Trash. except when he was talking about his family, because that was the only shit that seemed was relatable. Genuine, yeah. And yeah. I don't, I don't yeah, have he's no. He's too rich now. Yeah, like, I don't have no fucking kids, but I, I, I understand when people talk about their kids because I got you, friends with kids. I got did nieces you see, and nephews. Um, did you see? Did you ever see that clip? Um, 
it was shortly after Kanye went on that rant on Twitter about like his family when he was talking about I've been trying to divorce Kim for a while, you know, no, all that shit that. in this last summer. Lupe had a video and it was about 45 minutes long. He was on his live and I watched it on YouTube and he was talking about a lot of stuff with Kanye, uh, why he is the way he is. And one of the points he brought up was like, Kanye is not Con the Kanye we know because, cause you know, everyone's like, I miss the old Kanye and all that. Mm is because he's now in rooms that we couldn't even fathom thinking of. Yeah, he's he's with multi-billionaires and, you know, like people f that really control the way society works. That's the rooms that he's in now. So his mind state is in money such will, a different, but everything. that applies to the same thing with Kevin Hart, but on a smaller scale, like he's, I'm not, you know, he's a, he's a big money maker yeah. and very rich, but like, you know, as a comedian, I feel like the the resurgence of Dave Chappelle, the reason why he was able to come back, he took 10 years off and moved to Africa. You know, like, so there's a lot more he was able to come and take in. And, you know, that's why he's still able to come and be great now. Mm -hmm. Kevin Hart can't take 10 years off. He's too invested in too many things. He has too many companies. He has too many priorities. If Kevin Hart takes 10 years off, thousands of people lose their jobs. You know what I'm saying? So it's a bit of a different way to look at it. And by the time he does stand-up, it's just like he has no real experience besides from the Oscars shitting on him just, and just, being canceled. I just really love... Cheating on his wife and his friend doing all that shit. I really... And I, this is like to go back to the last stand-up he did. I just liked when he talked about his family shit. Because yeah. you can still be rich as fuck, but everybody's going to relate to family. Yeah, so yeah, now yeah. the only thing you're talking about is how you do regular shit, but mm. you're just not regular. That yeah. shit's funny. The yeah. same way Drake raps about pulling up... To drop his son off to kindergarten, which everybody does, mm -hmm. but when he pulls up, it looks like the fucking Secret Service yeah, because yeah. he's fucking Drake. Mm -hmm. it's, I, I feel like it's if you if he's gonna if Kevin's really gonna do the stand up shit, and I'm not a comedian by any means. I just think about, I would like to be a comedian. I just think about relatability. I just say stupid shit and people think it's funny. So I would like to is. be a stand up. I don't. Comedian. I don't. I wouldn't want to be a comedian. The only thing that would the only thing that would mess me up being a stand up comedian, not because I'm nervous or nothing like that, is only because. My my speech isn't that good. Like when I'm talking and saying like, you be like scripted Joker? things, like, like you know, like I could go out there and like freelance some shit. You would wing it, but like I would Mike. have to be drunk every time. You like Mike? You know Epps? what I'm saying? I would have to be drunk every time I got on stage. Have you ever seen Mike Epps do comedy live? I fucking love Mike Epps. Yeah, Mike, yeah I feel He's like hilarious. You would, like, you would be closer to Mike Epps. We know Mike Epps has a. A script I, in mind, but I'd he be, usually wings. Yeah, after that I'd shit. be on. I, like when I'm out with my friends, I'm always like. Even if I go out with you guys, I'm always saying something funny. You know, like I'm always, I have great references. I have great, you fucking know it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, the check of like, is it funny or is it stupid? No. <laughs> no. That is comedy though, just dumb you have, shit. You, like, you have your moments. You have your moments for sure. Yeah. And, but if I was like, okay, this is my, this is my act. I'm going to work on it for a year and do a 60 minute, you know. Yeah, yeah. I would be so fucking terrible that like I wouldn't even be it wouldn't even be worth it. I would totally bomb. I guess if I practice, I think I just need to get up on. You should stage sign up once. for a comedy open mic. Yeah, I want to go to a different city because this city that should be an episode. Sucks. Yeah, that should be an episode. I would love to do a stand up that comedy would be set. Funny. I would, just a five minute set. I have some that stuff. Would I would. I would. I would say. So. I'd be booing you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be eating it up. Yeah. I'm like, yo, this dude fucking sucks. It's either I'd be good at stand-up <laughs> or I'd be good at like a sarcastic comedy, for sure. Yours would definitely be, I'd definitely see you doing like, sarcastic. I could be on like some HBO, like, supporting act, like, 
the f- guy who only says funny things in episodes. You know. Awesome. Uh, yeah, always sunny in I Philadelphia. Wouldn't be, I wouldn't be getting the girl or anything in the episodes, but I'd be the supporting actor. You're the comedic relief? Yeah, for sure. I can see it. <sighs> All right. All right the Bucks game is coming out. He's going to space with his brother. That's it. And they sold a seat for $28 million. Yeah, and they're going to be releasing the name pretty soon. It's going to be a white man. Do you think so? I guarantee it's I think gonna it's going to be somebody that is like a celebrity or it's something gonna, that's going to do it. It's going to be a white man. $28 million really isn't that much. Black people, people spend more on houses. It's not. But they auction the seat off, too. That's the thing. Yeah, but just just imagine. That was cheap. That's cheap You me. just get to go. That's, that's all you have me. to spend to go into space with Jeff Bezos. First of all, you're, you're well, you just ever. Well, listen to the thing. This is the thing. You pay for that suit. I don't know if they have to go and like get no, the same training that astronauts and shit do because there's no, a no, certain no, no. way. I you mean, gotta, you're going into space with Bezos. Yeah. You know, like it's you're not on gonna the be same. A, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. It's not going to be a black person. Black people don't give a fuck about space. <laughs> I'm not talking about nothing about black I'm guys. I'm just telling right you. No, black I'm guys don't want to go like, to space. I think it's going to be a celebrity. I'm just like, it don't matter no, what the fuck they do. I guarantee you it's a white man. Well, I'm just saying like. Okay, he just reclaimed the richest man in the world name, right? Even though it's all yeah. assets. Um, did he? Did he? Did he? He took that back from do yep, that uh, yep, LVMH. Yep, just oh, this okay. past weekend. Um, Look at the shit we care about. Can you imagine that you you basically finesse your way to get and share a lifelong experience? He's wanted to go into space his entire life. You get to now share that experience if you guys don't die. With Jeff Bezos, so you now you're forever you friends die. with the richest man in the world, and you share that experience. Unless you're a dickhead and you ruin the party, so that's insane. That's a great way to finesse a relationship, especially if you're a millionaire trying to make it into multi-millionaire the dude status. Who probably bought it is probably a billionaire. You think so? Probably. That is so or, cheap. Or, or high I'm hundred like, or high hundred million. I'm so surprised it wasn't for more. I'm surprised it wasn't in the hundred million dollar range. Like. I would, if I was a multi-millionaire, I would definitely pay all everything I had to go on in the space of Bezos, and start from square one. Not my black ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Anything left to say on this episode, guys? Nah, this episode was fun. We real top half heavy. Pause. I got nothing. 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 Yeah, he's by checked time, out. By the time y'all yeah. watch this, it'll have been my birthday. So really, thanks for the love. My birthday's tomorrow. That's why I told you I was going. Re- going. Oh, that's yeah. what you said. I went to up down mm. for my last birthday. Yeah. So, did I, I? I got one thing. Uh, I hope you guys like the intro. Oh yeah. And Yo, then- Jacob showed his ass on the new intro that y'all are. Sick. We put it on this episode. Yeah. Y'all, hey man, fuck the pod. Watch the introduction. <laughs> <laughs> fuck then, this podcast. Watch the intro. I hope you like the outro too. Ooh, fucking ESPN shit over here. I guess we could talk about the event too. Oh shit! Yeah. Right, we well, watch the it? outro, huh? Are we gonna have launched it by then? The yeah, yeah. Okay, did cool. you listen to any of the pre-production? I did. No, you I were. My phone, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll probably drop it, it on the same day. We'll probably drop this episode on the and Friday. Then that on the same day. So go buy tickets to our first event if you're in Milwaukee. It's gonna be great. We selling tomatoes. We're not doing that. We're selling some. I'm selling tomatoes. Yeah, you can cash at me. <laughs> They'll be at the door. They'll be confiscated at the door. Nah, don't trip. I got you. We're gonna have a bunch. We're gonna have two large, six foot five. What's black gonna men happen is with bald heads at the door. Both of them are gonna be on my payroll. What's gonna happen <laughs> is, don't worry, you're gonna get tomatoes. Y'all get to throw my aunt. We'll figure it out. Maybe we'll do pies or something. Nah, it'll be tomatoes. 
pies is more pies delicious. Are more expensive. We, we should actually have like somebody, a lucky person in the crowd, gets to come and put a pie in your face. Do you think so? I think people love that. I'll offer it up so it can be either one of us. So whichever one they want to do. Yeah. You can pie Ant or you can pie Jane. We'll pick two people. Okay. Let's we'll pick, do, I'll we'll do pick that. two people. I'll do that. We'll have to get some tarp on the floor and stuff. So yeah, raincoat shit or whatever. Yeah. I'll take my glasses or, off. Know, I'm going crazy. I'm definitely not going to be the one cleaning it up, though. For if fuck, I'm getting fuck smacked no. in the face. I'm not up they're shit. not going to pick you. Like, we're, you don't know. That's just gonna be like an option, but they're you don't know one hundred percent by the end of that event they're gonna pick me to yeah. put it in my face. Yeah, so. so buy tickets is our first event. Um, I'll let him do the promotion because I'm terrible at that. Um, hey motherfuckers, July seventeenth. Yeah. I forgot the name of the venue, but we there, bitch. East side, right off of Water Street. It's going to fuck down. <laughs> We're gonna have fun. It's gonna be real. You fun. can cut that out, right? No, leave that in there. Yeah, That's gonna be a wonderful clip. Right. That's going to be the clip. That's the promo clip. Okay. Let's cool. go. Bye, bye, bye. Oh! Wow. The fence you guys get to throw a pie in my face. Two of them. Interesting. Cool. All right. Open See you bar. later. I'm fucking with you. Bye. Bye.